Hello there. Like an ebb and flow throughout history, people have vacillated between, on the one hand, going through a period where they feel really optimistic and super excited about what the future holds. On the other hand, we go through other periods where we're really pessimistic and feeling fear and doom about what the future holds. Now, currently, we are in a time where people are feeling a lot of fear about the future. And that's mostly because people don't understand the future. At the higher dimensions of this universe, time does not really exist. Past, present, and future are coexisting in a kind of vibrational soup, if you will. But the minute that the mind conceptualizes of past, present, and future, we are instantly looking through the perspective of linear time. When we look at time in this way, then it's easy to fall into thinking that we have no control over the past, that all that exists is now, or that the future is decided. <laughs> the universe is governed by the law of attraction, and this includes time. Now, what does the law of attraction mean? Basically, it means that like a magnet, things of similar frequency are attracted to one another. You can rewrite law of attraction to say the law of mirroring. Whatever is inside me is going to be reflected exactly in the external reality. It was a genius way for the universe to learn about itself. For example, let's say that a person has low self-esteem. That person is going to attract, which really means reflect externally, all people, places, circumstances, and things that are a vibrational match to that person's low self-esteem. Cause and effect is really how the law of attraction is manifesting physically. Anytime we alter a cause in any way, we alter the effect of that cause. This means anytime we make a change to what is within us, what is outside of us changes too. When we alter our vibration, it changes what is reflected in this universe of mirroring. When this is the case, it is easy to see that the future is never set in stone. The minute that a person alters some aspect of their vibration in the current moment, it changes what they are matched to in the future. At this level, fate does not exist. So why is it that when I just said that, something within you felt eh, not quite right? It's because you know that because we live in a universe where multiple dimensions exist, there are opposing truths that exist at different levels, dimensional levels, of this universe. You are aware at some level that you have an eternal perspective. Upon coming into this life, you become two points of perspective. You have at least two vibrational things going on at all points of time. We are simultaneously our physical perspective that we call by our name, and also we are the eternal perspective that observes through the physical perspective. We often call this aspect our higher self or our soul. This one created the other as an extension of itself. But upon creating the temporal perspective, the temporal perspective inherits free will. The law of attraction is responding to both aspects of you. You, as a temporal being in a physical body, are essentially co-creating with you as an eternal being that exists vibrationally. This aspect of you, which is you, is the one that chose into this life in the first place. This aspect of you did so by choosing into the exact experience that it wanted for this life, according to whatever its aim for expansion in this life is. Let me demonstrate. 
This may be hard for you to comprehend from your limited physical perspective, but from your eternal perspective, it is not difficult to look at tons of life path potentials. Thousands, millions, billions even. Before you come into this life, you are observing all of these potentials. So you are observing the potential of what happens if you come into this father and this mother. You are looking at what happens if you come into this sperm and this egg. You are also taking a look at what happens if you come into this particular astrological alignment or this particular astrological alignment. All of these are factors that you are observing before coming into this life because what you are wanting to do is to choose playing cards for your temporal self, here's the baby, to play in this life. They are like playing cards. It is the choice of the temporal perspective with its free will to decide how to play them. So why would your temporal perspective have so much interest in life path potentials before coming down into this life? Obviously, if it selects for a mother who is currently a match to dying when you, as her child, would be three years old, your life experience will be much different than it would be if she survives and dies when you are an adult. So when your eternal self selects these types of aspects based on life path potentials and decides to actually come into the, this life based off of those life path potentials, there is a kind of momentum. It's a bit like your higher self rolls the bowling ball down the alleyway. But then that bowling ball is influenced by the temporal self. This vibrational momentum that is set in motion by the higher self is what we often experience as fate or purpose. It is not that we have no free will in the matter of destiny. It is that with our temporal self's free will, we have in fact lined up with something that was chosen by our eternal self for reasons that may be beyond the understanding of our current perspective. And it is highly likely that when you are in this life, your temporal perspective will feel good when it comes into alignment with the original purpose that your eternal self had in mind for this life. We experience things in our external reality that are a point of attraction for both aspects of us in our day-to-day -day life. Sometimes the circumstance that our higher self is attracting is perfectly in alignment with what we desire because its perspective is different, while at this time our temporal self judges it as bad or mistake. We understand this relative to our incarnation. We can grasp that the higher self perspective may intentionally attract a difficult childhood so that we can get the ball rolling on expansion quickly because that will enable our intention for this life. So even though no one wants a difficult childhood experience on a temporal level, you may ultimately want it at a higher level because it is the venue through which your desires for this life will manifest. Here's the issue though. When our higher self manifests itself physically into a temporal physical self, it would be wonderful if that temporal physical self could just remain whole, and yet it does not. It encounters society. And society, through the process of socialization, teaches it these things are acceptable and these things are not. And so our temporal self fractures into a conscious and a subconscious. And the law of attraction is responding to both of those as well. So let's say that our conscious self is vibrating at a frequency of kindness, so everything that's reflecting in the experience is a match to that. But in the subconscious, what is there is resentment. And so suddenly we begin to experience the reflection of that resentment. And we're bewildered. 
How is it possible when I have such kindness within me to have so much reflected that is angry and hostile towards me? We will be bewildered about anything that is a reflection of our unconscious mind because by virtue of it being unconscious, we're unaware of it within us. There is a vibrational momentum inherent in the focus on anything, regardless of whether it is part of our conscious or our subconscious mind. That vibrational momentum is prepaving your future in a linear timeline reality, like the one you are currently experiencing. It is laying the blueprint for what the physical reality is to become. For this reason, certain people can perceive this pre-manifested reality that is a reflection of the vibration you currently hold. People like fortune tellers and psychics and prophets. For this reason also, divination tools like tarot cards and tea leaves or runes will reflect what you are a match to based on your current vibration. When people consult a fortune teller or a psychic and the psychic tells them what they are currently a vibrational match to in the future, people often act as if this future is set in stone. It is fate. This is not a true reflection of the reality of how future works. There are only two reasons why the universe would ever line you up with a psychic or a seer who is able to tell you what the future contains for you based on your current perspective and your current vibration. It is because in the knowing of that thing, either you have the capacity to change your frequency completely so as to not experience that future, or because the knowing about it will help you prepare for that future in some way. A person who sees the future is seeing nothing but the dominant vibrational potential. If nothing changes between now and then, that potential will manifest into actuality. But potential is the key word. But many seers, myself included, do not just see one life path potential. That one life path potential that the seer may tell you about when they tell you this is the future you're lining up with, is in fact just a coagulation of three dominant life path potentials. So, how does the future really look if you are thinking of the future in terms of potentials? Here is you in your physical life right now. A seer like myself is seeing three dominant vibrational life paths. Now, these are just the coagulation of the most dominant vibrations in all of these potential life paths. These are the ones you are the most close match to, the ones that are most likely to occur. If I see the same event happening in two of these, but not in the last one, there's a probability, a good probability, that it's going to happen. If I see it in all of these life paths, there's a serious probability that that is going to happen. Now let's pretend that this guy right here is a normal kind of guy. This means he doesn't have a lot of awareness. This is a person who doesn't change his mind a lot. He doesn't do a lot of self-exploration work. He's not aware of what he's doing. He's a bit of a sleepwalker. He's an unconscious being. Now as somebody who sees life path potentials, I am going to bet that that is going to happen. I would spend money on it, in fact. Okay, so let's get this straight. If this guy does not change anything about the way he's thinking, what he's saying, and what he's doing, he will line up with these things, which is why for thousands of years, all of the people who were seers were very, very good at being able to predict the future. <laughs> so, 
these dominant life paths. From them, you can see several life paths branching off of them. I mean several, many more than this. And off of each of these, several branching off of those. That's how it goes with life path potentials. Now, let's pretend that this person is a conscious person. This is a person who actively engages in shadow work, who is making changes to their life. <laughs> when this is the case, these three life paths become much less predictable. You may wake up one day and see this, but the next day you wake up and you see this. What this is meant to show you is that a conscious person suddenly develops extreme levels of variability in their life paths. A person who is unconscious, when someone who's a seer like myself looks at these dominant life path potentials, if that person is going to line up with, say, a car wreck that will drastically change all of their life path potentials, that's something that I can, in fact, see in their life path potentials. But oftentimes you don't see that, which is why you can bet that somebody's going to line up with the future that they're currently a match to. But if somebody becomes conscious and they start to shift things, in their life path, you will see those circumstances. You will see them attending the seminar or meeting that person or doing that internal work session that makes there be a change in all of these life path potentials. It's for this reason that people like myself, working with largely conscious people, I detest doing work with future predictions because it is so variable in the individual that is conscious. For seers like myself, watching the timelines of a conscious being is less like watching a static reflection and more like watching the stock ticker at the New York Stock Exchange. Even though you will see three dominant life paths, elements within them are constantly shifting. Within them you can see potentials for change. If the person lines up with those change points, there is a shift in the blueprint for all potential life paths that are causally linked to them, including when things will happen and whether they happen at all. At this point, predicting a person's future becomes much less accurate. Even though you are always dealing with potentials instead of sureties when it comes to the future, the future becomes extremely variable. Now let's go deeper. The human race is a collective consciousness. And a collective consciousness that has a beginning also has an end. That means that there is a future life path potential, several thousands, millions for the human race itself. Now the fact that the human consciousness has a life path potential is the very reason why so many prophets and seers in the past were able to accurately predict world wars, for example. It is because the collective human consciousness does not tend to evolve very quickly. It has not been very conscious. Now the process of socialization has made this even less variable. The process of socialization means that we are going to pass off the same crappy ideas to our children that we had, and so expansion is slowed. And so you can see that over generations, not much changes. This is the reason why the human race continues to align with things that people have prophesied thousands of years ago. We are aware of humanity's overall life path when we opt into the experience of becoming a part of it by becoming a physical human, as opposed to becoming a starfish in the ocean, for example. Oftentimes, when we look into the life paths before coming into this life, and we see that a particular generation is lining up with a pivotal change point, 
we often choose to incarnate into that generation because being a part of that change point in history creates so much great expansion for us. This is why some of us may experience a sensation of fate relative to a third world war, when on a conscious level, we are the kind of people who would rather avoid any kind of conflict in the world at any cost. We would rather live in utopia. Here's the difficult thing. Because the law of attraction is what governs this time-space reality that we are currently engaged in, in this life, we cannot escape our fate or our future that we are currently lining up with by virtue of resisting it, trying to avoid it, or trying to escape it. What we resist persists. This just feeds it and makes us more matched to it. So we have to be very honest about whether our methods for altering the future, like denial-based positive focus or 5D training, are methods of avoidance and resistance, or methods of conscious creation. Destiny is nothing more than potential that has been selected by your eternal self, potential that you have chosen, either consciously or subconsciously, to vibrationally line up with. But free will is an absolute of your existence. This means that your future is an ocean of potentials, some more probable than others. But any single change you make will alter those potentials and therefore alter the life that you are about to live into. The future exists in a state of potential. Because of this, it is accurate to say that the future both exists and at the same time doesn't exist. It can be helpful at times to gain insight into what you are vibrationally lining up with in your future. But never let this insight throw you into the illusion that you have no control over your future. Never let it convince you that your future is fixed. Every single thing you think, every single thing you do, is prepaving your future. And so the future really is in your hands.